Nobody wants to be sold to, but everyone wants to buy. In this episode, I'm going to break down exactly what that means and what the invisible selling method is, which is basically tapping into someone's subconscious mindset, which is where 95% of all purchase decisions are made, which means that we're basing it off of emotions rather than our rational analytical side of our brain. But you need both. People buy from emotions but then they use their logical side of their brain to justify their decisions. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jade Hernandez, a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. I help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field, close more leads and make more money. In the past six years, I've launched two successful beauty businesses to multiple six figures with over a hundred five-star raving reviews and several media press spotlights. While most marketers will tell you to hustle and work harder for success, I'll show you how to create more value from the inside out so that you work less, make more, and truly expand and transform your business and life. This is the Beauty Expanded Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. So today I have just been knocking out my to-do list like crazy. We had a cancellation and I gotta tell you, I was actually relieved. I don't know if you've ever experienced those days where just week by week you're so busy and when a client actually cancels, it just allows you so much more freedom and space to dive into some of the creative things that you've been wanting to do or tackle your to-do list. So today I was really inspired to do this episode because I'm finishing up my presentation for Vegas. As a reminder, I'm going to be actually in Vegas at the end of May, so next month, at the Scalp Show. And I'm going to be doing a 45-minute presentation on sales and how to disarm client objections, how to respond when someone says that your services are too expensive or that they can't afford it or that it's the wrong time or that they need to think about it some more or even just I need to talk to my husband or spouse about it. It got me kind of refreshing my memory about the invisible selling method. And that's what I wanted to dive in with you guys today. So when we think about our brains, there is a subconscious level of where and how we make our decisions. And then there's a conscious level, which is more of our analytical, logical, rational side of our brain. And our subconscious is where all of the emotions, irrational, gut feeling, intuition, part of us resonates. And you can even think of this in masculine and feminine terms, I would say. Our subconscious is more feminine-based because it's all the invisible things that aren't necessarily visible and tangible to the physical world. Then there's our masculine side of the brain, which is what I would consider our conscious side of the brain, which needs numbers, needs facts. We can't live without both of those sides of our brain. But what I find is really interesting is at a subconscious level, that's where 95% of our purchase decisions are made, whereas 5% of our purchase decisions are made through our analytical side. You can't have one without the other because when we make a huge purchase, of course, there's a part of us that just starts falling in love with a particular home or even a car, the way that it looks. And we begin to imagine our future self in that car, in that home. And we start kind of fantasizing about what it would mean and how we would furnish things. My husband likes to always look at homes and imagine where the Christmas tree is going to be positioned. 
So that's the part of his subconscious that he's tapping into in regards to how he feels about this home, how he feels about making this investment versus the logical side, which is, is it priced appropriately? What's the interest rate? What are the contract terms? Those are the conscious part of our brain that helps us to analyze and make sure that we're making sound decisions. It's the analytical side of our brain that wants to protect us. Both parts of those are needed in any time we're making a rather large investment that's outside of our comfort zone. When I think about what we do, which is more of high ticket services, a lot of us are charging $300, $500, $1,000 plus for our services. And price is very relative. What can seem very expensive to one person can seem like a steal to another person. It's really based on how they value whatever service you're offering them. When I think about the invisible selling method and knowing that 95% of decisions are made through the subconscious, I just want to give you guys a little tip that in your marketing, in your content, if you're just listing out all the benefits that your services offer, you're really selling to their consciousness, which again, only influences 5% of their buying decision. So if you are only putting out content that speaks to just the benefits, you get this, you get that, this is what I can give you, then you're missing a huge chunk of your opportunity by not tapping into their subconscious, which again is where most of the buying decisions are made. So let's just dive into what the subconscious looks like even deeper. Think of energy. I talk about energy all the time on my podcast because energy is very transferable. You can walk into a room and immediately sense whether it's a safe place, whether it's high energy, whether it's really low or just something feels off. Same thing when we first meet someone. If you stop and take a moment to be fully present with your client, you can immediately decipher if they're a talker and that they are nervous or want to spend most of their session talking and connecting with you, or if this is a session where they're just wanting to stay quiet, go within, maybe that's how they process pain if you're tattooing them. Maybe they just have a really crazy busy life and when they get services done for themselves, it's an opportunity for them to pamper themselves and really just let their guard down, get into a zone where they can be at peace and just relax. I think of massage therapists. A really good massage therapist is going to take your lead, is going to listen to your cue if you are a talker or if you want to spend your session quiet and just listening to music and not talking. These are things that are invisible. Your client rarely ever tells you, hey, I'm just in the mood to not talk and I'd rather just relax and listen to music and zone out. Most likely your client isn't going to tell you that, but you can read that through energy. You can get a sense for them. You can read their body language. You can maybe ask a couple of questions and hopefully pick up that their answers are short. And that's a cue to not take it personally. Definitely not a cue to continue talking even more, but take that as a cue into what they're needing at that moment and being able to provide that space for them to unwind and zone out. 
That all happens through the subconscious. And when I think about the invisible method of selling, really what I'm saying is that the sell starts way before you're actually consulting with them. The sell begins way before they pick up the phone and call you or email you. On a subconscious level, you should be selling to them immediately through all your marketing, through your website, and even through the process of a prospect coming into your ecosystem, whether it's a video or a website or Instagram, a DM, that's where it all begins to take place before they actually speak to you. On a subconscious level, I'm already showing my clients who I am as a provider. The way that I do that is through my videos. It's not my podcast because my podcast is really meant for business peers such as yourself. But really, my clients are getting to know me through my website. There's photos of me. There's an about me section. On my Instagram, you can hear my voice. I'm explaining FAQs. What happens if you tan? How does the camouflage tattoo work? What's the pain level? They're seeing photos of me. Most likely they know that I'm a mom. They know that I'm a businesswoman. These are all things that I am transferring to them on a subconscious and conscious level. So consciously, which is more of the visible aspects, is how professional does my website look? How professional are my before and after photos? How's the grid look and branded on my Instagram? Are my videos polished? When I speak on camera, do I sound like I know what I'm talking about? Those are all things that they can see visibly, but more so they're also picking up on things invisibly as well. They're getting a feel for who I am as a person. They're listening to my cadence. They're listening to the tone of my voice. They're seeing consistency between my IG stories versus the photos that I'm posting on my grid. They're most likely looking up our Google reviews. So they're making a decision based on both the subconscious and conscious level, but ultimately for them to reach out to me and to consider me as a potential technician to help solve their problem, whatever the case may be, whether it's stretch mark camouflage, scar camouflage, etc., they're using predominantly their subconscious to even reach out to me because at some level they do resonate with me, which means that they connect with me on a subconscious level. I'm attracting a certain type of client. Most women that I attract are professional women. I would say more so than even moms, I would say is that they're professional women and some of them are professional women who are mothers. But I would definitely say the common denominator at 95% is that they're all in some sort of profession. It doesn't surprise me because remember, we all are our own personal brands, which means that our brand is who we are. I am a professional working mother and it would make sense that authenticity is going to be seen and connected and related to other women who are most like me. Invisible selling is really all about whether or not someone feels connected to you. They must trust you and they must like you in order to buy from you, especially if your services are considered high ticket. Think of a car salesman. Think of a real estate agent who is going to be guiding you through a rather large purchase. You want to feel like you can trust them. A lot of people will even explain it as a gut feeling. I don't know. There's just something about them that I just truly like and trust. 
that's because they're being sold invisibly. They're being sold through their subconscious. Then the 5%, which is more of the analytical and rational aspect of your brain, is going to be sure that everything pans out. That's usually when they're booking a consultation with me and I'm giving them a quote. I'm explaining how the process works. At that point, they're going to be using a blend of their subconscious and their conscious. So they're going to be using their rational, emotional aspect. Is she who she seems to be online? Is this congruent? Then the rational and analytical side is, can I afford this? Does this make sense for me? Is this the right time? A few key takeaways that I want to share is, number one, you are a personal brand. Whether you like it or not, when you work for yourself, especially as a PMU artist, you are going to be selling yourself. For those of you who are saying that you're afraid to be on camera or that you're afraid to take photos or that you don't like to take photos of yourself, I really want to help shift that limiting belief because one, have you ever taken a selfie and not been scared? Have you ever taken one at home because you were trying out new makeup or whatever the case may be? Have you ever taken a group photo with people and have you always been scared? So is that really the truth? Are you really afraid of doing video if you were to record a video right now in the comfort of your own home with no one around? Are you scared to record video? Or is what you're really saying is that you're afraid of judgment? Because I would say it would be the latter, that most people who say to me, you know, Jade, I'm really afraid of putting myself out there. I'm really afraid of doing video or I don't like the way that I sound or the way that I look. What you're really telling me is that you're afraid of what others will think of you. Ultimately, what that tells me is that you're saying that what other people think of you is more important than the impact that you can have helping the people that you can with your services. What you're saying is that their opinion overrides your own passion, your own life, and your own business. Why did you even start this business? Why did you get into this industry? I'm assuming it was to help others or maybe it was to give yourself more freedom or more time to spend with your kids and your family. If that's truly what's important to you, then why would it matter what anyone else thinks? If you are marketing yourself and never posting photos of yourself or never showing who you are, then I would make a bet that no one is DMing you, no one is calling you, no one is reaching out to you. And the reason why is because they haven't made an emotional connection with you. You're actually marketing towards the rational analytical side of their brain because most likely if you're not selling yourself, you're only selling the benefits of what your services offer. And remember, people don't buy from their rational analytical side of their brain. The second takeaway I want to share with you is that in order for someone to determine if they trust and like you, you have to figure out a way to let down their guard. I would say most people in the world have their guard up. I would say the minority of people are actually trusting. I think most of us have been burned we have our own trauma, we have our own wounds, we have our own stories. So the majority of people probably navigate the world with their guards up. You as a provider have to find a way to let their guard down. The easiest way to do that is by showing up as you are and showing people who you are so that they can make their own decisions and assumptions about you. Speaking of which, did you know that people, there was a study done in Harvard where it only takes five seconds for someone to make a judgment on you. 
And you have to ask yourself, if you never put yourself out there, what are they truly judging? It's not going to be you. Your business is most likely going to just blend in with every other informational tutorial, carousel, post that's out there. That's not going to motivate them enough to reach out to you. Another way you can help let down someone's guard is the first few questions that you ask them during the consultation. I always like to ask them, how are you doing today? Is this still a good time for us to chat? I'll ask them some really, really simple questions such as how old are your stretch marks? Where do you think they came from? How did you find me? Just really easy questions to ease into the consultation so that they can just slowly get to know me before I start talking about all the pain points or what the problem is and how I can solve them and the price. Which then leads me to my third takeaway, which is during your consultation, it's going to be really important for you to dig into their pain points. When you think about pain, it is an emotional response. You haven't tattooed them just yet, and so it's definitely not a physical pain, but rather when you first talk to them, you need to figure out what the emotional pain point is for the reason for them to call you. Where you're leading them is that you are the problem solver, that you're the solution to their problem. As entrepreneurs, we get into business because we problem solve. Innately, that is who we are. We're problem solvers. And so in the consultation, it's really, really important for you to begin to understand and ask key questions to figure out what's going on. How is this affecting you? Tell me more about this problem. How is it impacting you? What happens if you don't change this? How much time have you waited to solve this problem? Does this impact other aspects of your life, your confidence, your relationships, the intimacy you have with your partner? The reason why you want to dig into their pain point is because most often what you're selling them is an emotional purchase. Nobody truly needs to get their brows done. It's not a life or death situation. Nobody truly needs to camouflage their stretch marks. It doesn't cause any hindrance to their health. You can apply this to anything else, lip blushing, body sculpting, etc. And so it's really, really important that you ask them those key questions so that they can illuminate and become aware of how this issue is really affecting their life. So you're going to be hitting them on an emotional level so that you can lead them to the cell. The other things that are also invisible is your level of professionalism. Do you get back to people on time? Do you set a time to meet for a consultation? And are you there appropriately, which to me would be at least 15 minutes before your scheduled time? Or are you the type of technician that always is running late? Remember, they're always going to be making judgments on you. It's what we do as humans. If someone shows up late to an appointment that I've set with them, Even in my own personal life, I tend to make judgments about that person, and it's not always in the best light. I once heard that we're meaning-making machines, and it's so true. When you read a book, for example, you can read the back cover or maybe even within the first chapter and automatically make a judgment and decision whether or not you like this book. You can meet someone and make an instant connection or sometimes not, and you can at that very moment, within the first few minutes of talking to someone, You are making a decision on whether or not you like this person or not. These are all things that we're doing on a subconscious level. We're not necessarily thinking about it. We're not necessarily rationalizing with all the mind chatter that's happening in our head. 
We make over 35,000 decisions, I think I said in one episode, over 35,000 decisions a day. And so our subconscious does have a huge part of how we run our lives on a daily basis because there's no way that we can be fully 100% present for each 35,000 decisions that we make in one day. It would drive us crazy, nor do we have the time to do that or the brain capacity. And so there's a lot of decisions that are made on a subconscious level that we're not even fully aware of. In order to be truly good at selling, you do have to understand that there are the invisible components of how you market yourself, of how you show up, of how you explain the benefits of your services, how it works, what the healing process is, et cetera, how you prepare your client. That is going to be very, very important that you do on a subconscious level in order for them to feel most confident in choosing you as their provider. That's really what the invisible method is all about, is taking a look at your client user experience from the moment that they find you online, or maybe it's Instagram, or maybe it's TikTok, or maybe it's Facebook. And the process that they go through in order to finally feel compelled and pulled and connected to actually reach out to you. And at that point, are you going to show up in a way that's going to make the rational side of their brain, the 5% of their purchasing decision, to feel confident and justified to actually invest in your services and invest in you as a technician? That's the ecosystem that I'm building constantly from day one. Whether or not someone finds me on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, or even word of mouth, or even Google my business when they're reading reviews, no matter where they land and no matter where they go from there, because again, it might not be a direct road from YouTube to picking up the phone and calling me. Most likely it's YouTube to Instagram, to my website, to maybe my Google reviews until they finally reach out to call me. It's really important that your ecosystem not only brands and shows who you are as a person, but that everything is up to a standard that is going to make them feel confident and connected to know that you are the competent artist that they want to reach out to and book. I'm going to be diving deeper into this at the Vegas conference. Not only am I going to be talking about the subconscious and conscious patterns for buying, but I'm also going to be talking about the power of scripts and how to rebut the three most common objections when it comes to selling, which is price, timing, and or your spouse, which is, you know, when you hear people say, oh, let me talk to my husband or let me talk to my wife and get back to you. I'm super excited. This is actually the first time I'm ever doing this presentation. And depending on how it goes, this may be something that I'm thinking about doing online as an online webinar that you can opt in and learn more about. And we are really just going to dive into sales because sales has a lot to do with our business success. Without sales, we really only have a hobby in order to pay our bills and to make the income that we need to survive. We have to be more comfortable with sales and we have to learn how to be better salespeople. And it doesn't have to be anything negative. If anything, I've really grown to love sales because I think of sales as service. I know I can impact and transform people's lives. And so it's my responsibility to be able to provide that service to them. And it's the law of reciprocity of I give you this and I receive your payment in exchange for my service. And that's not a bad thing. 
Anyways, I wanted to just exercise what I'm going to be pitching at my presentation in Vegas. I'm sure this will evolve a bit and this is something that I'm definitely going to be talking more in upcoming episodes, but let me know if this was helpful to you. I'd really love it if you could leave a review on the Apple Podcasts or share this with a friend who maybe struggles and hates the art of selling. This can definitely help shift their perspective. And I hope for all of you who haven't been showing up as who you are on your social media platforms, I hope this is the one motivating episode that can get you to push past your comfort zone because it truly is the reason I would bet money on it. The reason why you don't have a ton of leads coming in and you're not making the income that you want. So do yourself a favor, get trained on sales, get more familiar with it, practice it, and you'll soon grow to love it just like I did. I will catch you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to connect and help you more. If you have a question you'd like for me to answer, please send it to jade at studioconceal.com. That's J-A-Y-D at studioconceal.com and I might highlight it on my podcast. I find what's often personal is most general. So if this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who may need the encouragement and inspiration. I'll catch you on the next one.